You're listening to The C-Dub Show. Visit us on the Say Something Nice podcast network at ssnpodcast.com. Follow us at The C-Dub Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Acast. And now, on to our show. Hello, everybody. It is another edition of the C-Dub Show. We are live in the Bay Area, and we even have a live audience of two people. Woo! <laughs> we are recording this on Sunday, March the 25th. <laughs> Sunday, March the 25th. And we are all like really sitting here. We work on live streaming, but B-Will has vetoed that. So y'all can't see and us. We are Sydney. all on we, the literal hills. I don't know where the hell Carolyn lives. I live on a she hill. She lives in the the El Cerrito Hills. It's lovely. It's just scary. Thank if you're you. You're up here at night, and she's being held hostage. She clearly, is poss- it might be a get out situation. Yeah. It is not a get out. It situation. is a get out situation because this area is. First of all, this is just this El family Cerrito. room is very get out get right? out ish. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just waiting for what's her name to come around the corner. With Child, that. there's a book on the bookcase that says the Power Game. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm. I'm not having this conversation with y'all. I don't even have to. Hello, I will. Hello, B, hello, B Willis. Can you please say hello to our live listening audience? Hello, live listening audience. I am finally on the West Coast in Oakland. So excited. Have you enjoyed your time in Oakland? I have. I found out that my hotel used to be a prostitute motel, so that's one. Wait, what hotel? You, we, didn't we try to avoid this situation? Where she, are you at? No, no, no. Not that hotel. I'm at the uh-huh. Radisson. I'm at, Radi- okay. I'm at Radisson Oakland Airport. But What if the Radisson used to be? Wasn't it some... some, some... It's about an airport because it, it could have been any hotel from the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Well, right next really to know. it is a Motel 6, so... the mo- That Motel 6 was actually was featured on... Um, one of those specials where they did the crackdowns on the human trafficking. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that Motel Shit. 6 is famous. Yeah. They did some, like, raids. They had, like, drug out, like, 30 girls or okay. something. It was yeah. crazy. I'm definitely at a hotel where the entrance to your room is outside because that was new for me. That's more, that's more like a motel, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So when I heard Radisson, I was like, oh, Radisson, hotel, you go inside. Like, but you know what it could be like in really Long nice Beach though. like in Long Beach the apartments all used to be hotels like so you go and you're like is that a hotel no that's college apartments oh yeah well but it is really nice so I will say that if it sounds like we're being sporadic it's because we're actually all sitting here taking selfies hey. and live videos <laughs> so Courtney how are you doing today I'm recovering from throwing a birthday party for a three year old for my three year old 
Say hi, Caleb. Say hi, Caleb. Look, everybody, there's Caleb. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> oh, now he wants to be quiet. He'll get over that in, in about three minutes. Where can I? I'll position this right there. It's are all we live on you. Why would we you are really it? for real live. Oh, it's are we live on Facebook? Yeah, we live on Facebook. Did you go. tag us? I'm, no, I can't tag you because it's on the page. But you can go. You can well, why, no, you can go. Why would you put it like it told that me, when it's just It told me I had to rotate it. You can't turn your Oh, you can't turn your phone while recording. So you should have did it before you started recording. Come on now. Don't put it on top of that. That's the vodka. What? Don't put it on top of the vodka. Ben and you know we're gonna do this then. Let's have out. We gonna stop. But we still recording. We sitting here talking like we ain't recording. Okay, so while I'm fixing the live feed, (laughs) um, Courtney and (laughs) has there been a meme or viral video that has tickled your fancy this week? Hmm. Um, definitely the meme with Chadwick and Mary J. Blige and Kevin Hart, and it said, (laughs) it said. (laughs) <laughs> when you and your brother got the same mom but different dad. Oh yes, yeah. and it made me laugh because my sister and I have different dads with the same mom, and she's dumb ass taller than me. Like she's like, wait, who nine. was it, Chadwick, and who else? Kevin Hart. And Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Yeah, yeah. And it was so right. Was that your page that I saw that on? Probably. It might I re- have been. Yeah, I reposted it because that shit made me fall out because that is exactly how it is with me and my sister. That's better. Hey. There we all are. Yeah, okay, now go to y'all Facebook pages right now and share it. Okay, B. Willis, has there been a video or meme that has tickled your fancy this week? Um, My meme of the week is the Killmonger meme. Y'all seen that? I have Which not one? seen that. Like where, you know how in the film he's like, is this your king? Yeah. And so like people, like one said... Where it was just like the bills were supposed to be T'Challa, and he's saying, "Is this your paycheck?" <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> that one was good. Wow. <laughs> so that's how yeah. I feel. Yes. So that and people have been making different ones. I forget. I, I gotta see, but it's like a lot on Twitter. But I was laughing at that. One. <laughs> I didn't. You know, there was no meme or anything that tickled my fancy this week. It's been such a heavy week, which we no, will not. get into later. And look at me. I'm having another week where I'm messing up all the audio on the show. But um. Because it is a heavy week, last Fire. week I did post a prayer. This this Close week, my favorite, yeah, my favorite. Oh, you missed the beginning of the show because you were asleep last week. Uh, <laughs> <wow>. Okay, <laughs> she came in, hey, y'all. She, she came okay. in like, yeah. And I was like, what have you been doing? So, my favorite meme or viral video of the week is from another favorite of mine, Miss Charlene, who always gives me all my life. And this is her video. Good afternoon. With so much going on in the world, I have decided to spend the entire day in my prayer closet. But I want to share a song with y'all that I heard a few years back that blessed me. It stayed in my spirit and it transformed my entire life. And I hope it do the same for you as my brother Rocco. This morning, I woke up feeling like money. I jumped up, I put on my Gucci and my hat, grabbed my strap, grabbed my bag, got a story rolling. I started thinking about Jackson, Cracks, and Ben Franklin. Only thing on my mind. It's Gaddo, 
scared though, scared though, only thing on my mind, scared though, scared though, scared though, I hope it bless you like it blessed me. All right, so that was my viral video of the week. So first, before we get into anything else, let me finish. This is going to be super uncensored. Even if the podcast on the podcast show is going to be super uncensored. So should I tell the story about how the C-Dub show came to be? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that. They don't care nothing about it's no, like an emotion. Yeah, no, being there. Have you ever listened to the show before? This is how they do me girl, on every phone, episode. Girl, your phone said the storage almost full. Oh, that's because I don't oh. never have no storage on. Because I don't wait, never wait, delete wait, no wait. pictures. Tell the show. Tell, I mean, tell, not tell the show. Tell no, the I don't want to tell it. Because no, go ahead. Don't no, listen to this. I was playing. She was serious. Because like every story in my life, it got to do with a, a trifling woman. So I'm not going to oh. tell that story. No, I'm no, just gonna I say, hear it. I'm just going to say thank y'all for stepping in and making the show great. No, 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 no. I want to hear the story. So me and a friend came up with this plan that well I came up with the plan that I want to do a podcast and I asked her to be on my podcast and you know being the basic ass lesbian that I am I said hey we have great conversations you can be on my podcast oh you said that huh yeah child just because you have great conversations with somebody it doesn't see look even being is is like no that's not okay so that didn't work out but I still want to do a podcast and then I met y'all I don't even know how I met y'all I know, no, I know how I met B. Willis. I, say, let's, I know how I met B. Willis because did B. Willis wrote me. Did, did, did you friend oh, Courtney? I met y'all me? separately. How did you friend Courtney, though? So, okay, I met Something B. Willis because when you wrote the article about Get Out and then I posted it and then oh. one of my friends from LA tagged you in it and then I friended you. Okay. But then I met what Courtney. What was that? I met you all from Britney's Because I don't know too many people from LA like that. Or was it a random person who shared it? She might know. I don't think they she tagged me. I think she me, like she they? tagged you like she really knew you. Like, oh, okay, so Brittany, gonna... you famous now. I don't remember. She's going to be watching this I and now I feel bad. from LA. It was a friend from LA. I promise that it was. Okay. But I met Courtney from somewhere else. And then, I, it... and then I realized she had all my same friends in common and it was weird. So... That's how we became. Famous. I love how Ben is in the background like a producer. Was it? Was the is name he like, like writing notes and like name yeah, like it was Cam's Cam's. Or, uh, That's how smokes. I met Brittany. Yeah. No, it wasn't Cam's. No. Wait, wait. Who was it? Was it Ty? Uh, no, it was. She's not from LA. She's from New Jersey. And okay. I met. She's a that poet. Makes more sense. And I met her at the National Poetry Slam. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Ty. Yeah, Ty, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's cool. See, I yeah, had it yeah. all the way wrong. I know who that is. Yes. Yeah, so Ty. that's how I met you. Ty's cool. Hey Ty. She's probably not watching this. We're gonna we're gonna tag her later and tell her that we shouted her out on the show. Okay, Caleb, are you on the? Sh- are you ha- happy to be here now? He, uh-uh. uh-uh. Okay. This is like I, I Turner. That's what we be talking about. People though. like people really comment on the show like that is y'all producer. Like no, he is not the producer. He gonna do me like who was he talking about that took over the show on the Queens Court? He gonna just take over the oh, show. Oh, that's uh, uh, T.S. T.S. Madison. Oh yeah, she did. That's that's a that's a messed up story. Huh? Did we get into that? Though? We did. I'm glad yeah. you told me the story because I didn't. I never got to watch the show. And when I went to watch it, it was over. Mm-hmm. 
So, okay. Should we go ahead and get into the rundown now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, the first item on the rundown Please. is the death of Rita Owens. So, Queen Latifah's beloved mother, Rita Owens, passed away the other day after a long battle with cancer. Not cancer. I take it back. Ooh, Lord. I'm sorry. It wasn't cancer. It, wasn't. it was a long battle with heart disease. Oh. Oh. I had actually brought up the whole account, but of course, you know, iPads. I can't bring it up anymore. But we do want to say rest in peace to Mother Owens. She was one of my favorite real life characters on Living Single. Every time that, so I guess you know, oh, she, she was on. I she was on Living Single. She was so on, because she you played know, her mother. Her mother, yeah. yeah. So because Chip feels obviously wherever Kim feels goes, she always plays her mama. I guess somebody. Oh yeah, girl, you know, I just found out that was her mama like six months ago. Mm. And that um, what's the other girl? Her sister. What's her sister? I was like, well, that's how I know. When I become famous, Caleb is always gonna play my son. So I was like, Chip, Fields, don't you think that he gonna be the famous one? And you gonna take Why would you even like? Because he already in, in commercials and stuff. I saw him on YouTube one day. If y'all don't know, Chip Fields is Penny Mama from Good Times. When she went and burned her with that was like, wait, where you been, Penny? Where Do we have a message? Huh? We have a oh, that what that says? Oh, it says, I'm, I'm laughing, laughing about the girlfriend thing. Oh, oh, oh and that she didn't even tell the story. Yeah. I did tell the story. And I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, about you being a basic lesbian. And, and also, she was not my girlfriend. That's so was, why are you whispering? It was a jump off? It wasn't a jump off. It was so what was it? Somebody who I was spending who time was with. Just say that out loud. Um. Yeah, she was. Cutting. Yeah, yes. Yeah, we know who ain't getting no cut tonight. Too high. You need to cut it. All right, let's go. So anyway, back to the next. The next thing on the rundown. Okay, so the next item on the agenda Come on the Michael rundown. Jackson, Red Lobster is bringing um lobster and waffles to Whoa. their restaurant because that doesn't Life go together. Is trash. No, 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 it's not. Wait a minute, no, though. It's it gonna is. Be, it's gonna be lobster and waffles, it's but it's gonna be a cheddar bay biscuit. Yeah, waffle. that's what I'm saying. Forget, bump that, With even though Sarah I love lobster. Yeah. yeah, because life is trash. Look, red lobster biscuits Sarah go with anything. Cheese don't go together. But red lobster biscuits go with anything. I they barely don't like. Okay. I barely don't. like the syrup touching. Y'all are blasting me against the red lobster waffles. Uh uh Caleb, see the camera. Caleb, at least say hi. <laughs> so well, so this is what's happening. So they are bringing the the Cheddar Bay Waffle Lobster and Waffles for this year's Lobster Fest, and it starts after March the twenty sixth. Now you know I'm a teacher. B Will is a teacher. I don't know how they pay y'all in y'all district. We don't, don't get paid to the last day of the DC, month. So you guys get paid every week. Y'all get paid every week. Oh no, child. Oh, I was gonna say I'm moving to DC. We get paid on the on the. Or y'all get paid once a month. No, we get paid twice a month. Okay. We get paid once a month, and we don't get paid to the last day. Hey, hold, hold on. How does it work getting paid once a month? It, mark, it works being once a month. Once a month and you oh, that's the thing in California? Yeah. yeah. All the teachers. Ew. So I can't go I, on the 26th. All the teachers. Because that's what, tomorrow? I can't go tomorrow. But I'm going to go on next Saturday, the day before Easter. Mm -mm. Or I need something to look forward to. Twice a month. You look forward to that last day of the month when you can finally look. Why I got a hat on? When you can finally get your hair cut and you get to pay all your bills at didn't, one time. Didn't something Hell happen no. not too long ago and nobody got their paycheck? Yes. I woke up in Did the morning, you, you know, being the African American that I am, I got African. up at five o'clock in the morning to check Hint. my account and wasn't no money there. And I immediately got in the school dish. You know, we got a little Facebook group like, uh, who else didn't get paid? First, didn't nobody say but nothing. everybody's shit bounced, and it's yeah. like hella people had hella people's mortgages got returned. Teachers? Yes, yeah, because it's like because you got the automatic shit automatic. set up, 
and you expecting to get paid on a certain day, so you got your shit set And up. then it depends on... And it on took, like, five days for folks to get paid, so well, they went. With ours, because they, they have a, a stipulation in our contract where they, <clears throat> they have three days, but they try to make sure that it's the first day. But the, the bad thing about it is, so if you had Wells Fargo, they got your money in, in there by noon. But because I used to work at Bank of America, they were like, but you're going to get it before the end of the day. I was like, no, you don't. That's not how Bank of America works. It's not going to be there until five between midnight and 5 a.m., which is 5 a.m. the next day. <coughs> So mine even looked overdrawn at first because you know all your automatic withdrawals hit right there on that day that you get paid. But who you bank with, Bank of America? I work with Bank of America. Bank of America is the devil. They are the devil, but because I work for them so long and I know how to avoid overdraft fees and how to get them back if I need to, I stay with them. How you avoid overdraft? We'll talk about that. I avoid someone by having this amount of money. Yes, I know that. How do you avoid overdraft? I know that part. having money in your account. I thought she was talking about some, you know. She called them before not that shit. shit. No, that's not call. even it. I just know. I know the system. I know. I know what to do. I used. I used to work there. Okay, so Mm-mm. everybody, next weekend, if you don't have nowhere to go for Easter dinner, go to Red Lobster and get you some uh, lobster and waffles. It'll be great. And then you will be praying to Baby Jesus for His resurrection because your bowels will need something. That is like not. That. It's not even gonna work. Like it's okay. gonna be good. No, no, it's not. Your bowels will never forgive you, even though Jesus might. What is the next on the rundown? <laughs> the next thing on the rundown is, so Craigslist is ending their personals because of no. the recent Senate vote. So Craigslist wait, wait, was... Wait, wait, wait. Recent Senate vote? There was a recent yeah, Senate and it's vote. a law that passed. It's, wait a minute. Before she gets into this, let's describe hi, hi, Craigslist hi, hi, personals, okay? Hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Y'all tell me y'all version of Craigslist personals. I'm going to tell you mine. I'm not gonna lie. I ventured into Craigslist personals back when, like, when I first started hoeing, and then I found out it was like <laughs> a little bit. Like, you, she, she always be acting oh, like oh, you mean like, oh, no, no. boy. <laughs> Yo, don't yell like, at Ben. He ain't funny. <laughs> okay, so Craigslist personals. There's like six sections or something. It's a whole lot. It's oh, personal. There was six sections. Yeah. There was like casual encounters. There's strictly platonic mm-hmm. misconnections. Men seeking women. Women seeking men. Women men seeking women. men. Women seeking men. Then it's All like a trans. The, then they added trans. Is it trans? They, I don't know if they added. No, that. that's not a subset. It's been a long that's, time that's in the casual I've been on there, part. and I used to be on there a lot. I don't know. Um... <laughs> And let me tell y'all, recently, okay, back in the day when Craig, because Craig has been around since like 1995, mm-hmm. correct? So when they first, it's been there. And you know, I did not know this, but Craig just used to have like a, like an escort service, like a. I didn't know that. Was, oh, they used to have the erotic services. Erotic, mm-hmm. erotic service. So people yeah. got on there to pay. They got rid of that first. And you know, it was a study shown. Uh, it was a study done it's that said over. when they got rid of that. Rapes went up. A, a lot of rapes and a lot of violence against sex workers went up because people didn't have a way to be honest about shit that they wanted. Because everyone's a goddamn freak, y'all. And people okay? need to stop and people acting don't like they're that they not. And then that's the big thing about it. So Craigslist announced on Friday that they are not going to be hosting personal ads anymore um, because of the new bill that was meant to curb sex trafficking but will harm consenting sex workers. And we need to really give voice to consenting sex workers and stop always assuming that everybody is, you know, a little girl that was found. I mean, there's a lot of little girls that's found out in bus stations and picked up. But you have some legit consenting sex workers. So um, 
because they didn't want to take the risk because the bill would actually hold them and other networks like Facebook and Twitter more accountable for what people said on the platform, they went ahead and took the whole thing down. So the the classified site has had the personal ads up since 95. And so they're all like Brittany mentioned, the casual encounters, miscellaneous romance, strictly platonic, various seeking sections. I mean, and it was so a place all of that where, stuff went away? All of it went away. <coughs> well, the missed encounters is now in the community, in community section. Yeah. But like they said, like Brittany said, they used they saw that when they took down the erotic section that the rapes went up. But I mean, back in the day before people was in people's inboxes and stuff, between MySpace and Facebook, people was on the on crack. Why are you looking at me? Like I'm that? just listening to y'all. Um but if Tell you didn't stories. know about Craigslist personals, that's where all the freaks go. <clears throat> if there's something that you want sexually, it's you probably on someone Cra- on Craigslist asking for that shit. I seen shit on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And, any, and all you had to do was type in, mm-hmm. I want somebody who was obsessed with feet looking or something. And you mm-hmm. would find there's it. definitely somebody on there. And then there was a time when a lot of queer people found each other on Craigslist when they couldn't find each other. Hey, oh, I ain't put my... When they couldn't find each other nowhere else, they found each other on. Why is Courtney looking at? I'm just they looking. Found each other I'm just on watching Craigslist. y'all talk. I'm just watching. I just feel so much judgment. I'm not. Life. I'm gonna look I back at. Don't you say yes? Oh, okay. What, what do you, you know about Craigslist? I said this. So be Willis. No, we should. We shouldn't give all of that what? personal information. I was gonna say, how do you feel about them taking down the personal? And besides the fact that we know that usually it increases the amount of rapes and is gonna harm a lot of sex workers, consenting sex workers. How do I feel about? It? I mean, I was I was playing. I mean, I have been in that section before, most partly because of curiosity. I think one time I did like look for something, and then it didn't work out because I was just like, that looks weird. I mean, it sounds weird. What, why are you looking at it? <laughs> you see what I told you? I told you. Why is what is this face? Like what was weird? What what, what? what did it say? Um, like what I think did I ever post I don't think I ever posted anything, but I did like go into like the men seeking women section and a lot of them are just like they post their dicks and they're just like I really want to fuck right now. Wait, that's, that's I've been that. on there, and there's like a lot of men who have fantasies about coming inside of women. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I can't, you know, mm, never mind. I mean, not that that's, if you're consenting, that's Everybody fine. Everybody has But I'm just saying. But it's like, I want to do like the full yeah. girlfriend experience. I just want to know. But to me, like, I just can't do that with strangers. Like, <coughs> one reason is because I'm not on birth control. So I'm very fertile over here. So <laughs> that's one reason. But also, like, you just, it's, if you're having something like legitimately ca- casual, mm-hmm. I don't want to take that risk. I don't know where you've been at, but um, but no, I don't know. I don't. I guess I feel kind of meh about it. I don't have a, a real. I think I just feel like almost nostalgia, which is weird. I mean, I understand like for sex workers, it's going to definitely affect them. But I think a lot of people who are responding just like you remember, like you know, going. In the middle of the night, I'm telling too much of my business. Um, and oh, <laughs> to in Craigslist, the, in the middle of I, the night. You, and you remember fighting against the type of uh, things that people did and didn't want in Craigslist. There was a time where you couldn't be a butch woman and go look at in Craigslist because you all That's you because the personals are as racist as people are. There so. you go, because you would go in there and they'd be like, it was always no no black women or it would be no butches, only fem for fem. Um, all you found was women who have, I have a boyfriend, but we we're looking for a third. Or I have a boyfriend and he let me play around. So there were, there was a lot of stuff to look out for, but 
here she go with this look again. I'm, Courtney, I'm just, I'm just listening. Courtney over here, like, I'm just listening. Courtney haven't told not one Craigslist story, and I don't. I don't, because I use Craigslist to find jobs. What are you talking about? <laughs> I use Craigslist to find. I found two of my jobs on Craigslist. I didn't found jobs. I didn't found uh, housing. Hose. I didn't. I didn't found homes. I've also found <laughs> a pyramid scheme job on Craigslist that I stayed at for two weeks, and I was like, "Fuck no!" You were selling I a Cutco knives. No. <laughs> I ended up working for. Uh, remember Dan Choi, the uh, the military guy turned activist. I ended up working for him for like a week until I ain't gonna say what happened because then he gonna sue me for slander. Um. <laughs> You already said his name. Right. What did he do? Did he try to touch Brandon? TV stand on Brandon? What is Brandon? So they can't hear you because you know I have on my earphones, but Brandon like just busted into the conversation. I knew I heard somebody come into Discord. Oh my God. Hi, Brandon. I'm sorry. I was a little bit late because we had a memorial for our friend. Are we in trouble? Oh, no. We're not in trouble, are we, Brandon? No, they said hi. And Caleb said hi. said hi. Like, Hi, hi, Caleb. He said hi, Caleb. Hi. <laughs> okay. Are we in trouble? Well, Albert, no, we're not in trouble. What kind of? He, what like, kind he of, did bust in like the principal coming in your say, door during third period when you show him. That's me every day at third period. Like I hope the principal don't come in while I'm showing this movie. Uh, oh no, 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 oh, no! Oh, don't no, drink no, that no. vodka. No. Uh, well, okay. Well, what what were you saying, Brandon? About yeah, y'all had a memorial. Yeah, a friend of ours passed away a week or two ago. And so they had a memorial here. So a lot of our friends like came over and flew in. And afterwards, we went and got went to go get you know to the um, bar and hang out. Oh, we have a bar here while we're sitting here recording. Is he coming? Who, Brandon? Yes, yeah, he he's coming? in Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's Brandon. Well, thank you for joining us, Brandon. You had me scared. I'm like, who is this in my earphones and what is happening? That is so random. It is random. I'm sorry. Bye, Brandon. Everybody bye. say bye. 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 <laughs> okay. Bye. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was like, I guess for the format, I didn't know if how the live show was going to work. I'm sorry. Oh, it's like, <laughs> no, we, we are like sitting here huddled around the blue snowball and getting it done. And we did, we, we took our Wait. Oh, the name of it is blue. It's a blue I'm sorry, snowball. That, are y'all still doing Motown 25, 25 today? No, time? that's not for two weeks. Oh, okay, okay. I might have wrong job. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you like this is the wrong episode. I thought it was, I thought it was on the twenty fifth. I, I let me get out of here. I'll see y'all later. I'm sorry. Bye, Brandon. Oh it's God. like Mister like Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Okay, so we off of sex trafficking. No more. So no more Craigslist, y'all. He told um, us we can't talk about Craigslist. No, 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 no. Remember, <laughs> we were, Courtney's always wondering if he tells. I mean, I was going to talk do. about it later, but we talked about how the twenty fifth episode was going to be C Dub twenty five, and it's all going to be a, a retrospective of the show Motown twenty five that y'all too young to know about. And he thought that it was today. <laughs> y'all don't know. No, y'all don't know. No, no, is this the twenty third episode? This is the twenty third episode. How have we had twenty third three episodes? How we just? I've moved since then. I remember the first one. I was laying on my bed in my studio, just talking shit. I can't believe it's been twenty three episodes, what and there's only mean? been two that you guys haven't been on. That you don't. cheated on us. What? I okay, did let's not. Go. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. The next. The next item. On the rundown. So I tried to put kind of happy stuff because it's going to get real heavy towards the end. But I asked you guys this before. I'm going to ask you again. Um, so HBO is going to be releasing a adaptation of Ray Bat- Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. 
For those of you that don't know what Fahrenheit 451 was, it was a novel. It was a dystopian novel. Um, and it was basically about a future where books are banned and firemen only function to burn up books. Um, and most of you probably That's read it. That's all they did. Did they do something else? It's been a long time. I'm just saying. They didn't save houses? They didn't, that I recall they didn't. They didn't save no houses. Why all did they, they burn, burn books? How did they get to that point? Because that was the way you controlled knowledge. It's like the Handmaid's Tale almost. Oh, okay. Most people read it in 10th grade. And I think because next year I'm going to be teaching 10th grade English. Whoop, whoop. I'm so excited about that. Um, but, I'm gonna be fine. but this adaptation is actually going to host. <laughs> now, of course, because the book was from, what, the 50s or something, the 60s. Uh, 1953. It was published in 53. So you assume that Ray, that I'm sorry, Guy Montag, who is the protagonist, is a white man. Well, for the adaptation, they have Michael B. Jordan playing um, Guy Montag. So... <sighs> I don't have any other thoughts except Y'all for that. Y'all know Courtney don't like Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I don't, I still don't. Have we got to the bottom of that? She just we... don't like his acting. Um, Which I but mean. But he's good at being I mean, honestly, if you look at Michael B. Jordan's, the whole of his work, it's not like he's a stellar actor. No. He's no. always being a he's black o- man from Oakland. He's, he's good at and being aggressive. And he he's can not barely Oakland. get that through. He's just cute. And we all know that cute people... <laughs> Can you shut? Cute people. Cute people don't know how to act. It, literally and figuratively. They don't know how to act. But I mean, he's good at aggression. Like, in this movie, he gets to be like, I don't think I like burning these books. Oh, Lord. I mean, I think, I'm sure he did it better than that because I sounded like... Are like, these your books? That's all he gonna do. Be quiet, Courtney. What? There is a scene where he, like, goes into somebody's house and it's like, that's oh. look my mama's house. A house full of books. And he burns them all down. I'm looking forward to it. Forget y'all, but y'all know I'm a book nerd. I thought that Brittany would too, because Brittany is a book nerd too. But I guess I'm I am. Alone but I this. haven't read. From, I mean, I'll I'll probably tune in. I don't know. To the queen. I'm sorry, I drinking vodka. Lord. Okay. All right. Well, since nobody else cares about that, we'll get off of it. We that. care, but just Michael can't. People keep placing him in situations for him to be a more complex actor and he's more like uh michael elish like you fine and shit but like you just can't really act now michael ely is wow. one who i just be like boy you can't you have no range you can't do nothing but grit your teeth can we fit in a slot ones. on the rundown and talk about empire I just have one little question about it. we sure can we can segue to it right now how about empire the show is it back listen Terrence. i have a question for people who are listening and for people who are watching if you watch Empire, what the hell is happening? Because I just saw, a, <laughs> I just saw a commercial and Demi Moore got Lucius on a chain. And I want to know what the Demi fuck Moore is got killed too. I want to know, know what's happening on Empire. Please? Why the hell does a white woman have Lucius on a chain? So this is what. And happened. why is it yes, Demi please. Moore? Where the hell does she come so from? This I stopped is what watching happened. Empire when Greenleaf came on. I'm sorry. So this is what I stopped watching. This is what I recall. First the I caught the tail end of the winter um, finale, finale of this and, season. Yes, and Tay Diggs had a gun to Jesse Smollett talking about sit your 
ass down, sir. You sound just <laughs> like Tay Diggs. But it was because like, he can't act either. He, has he, a gun. And he from a uh, Broadway. Stop. First of all, you gonna stop. I'm taking it. back. Tay Diggs can act, but he just can't act on stuff like Empire. I don't even understand why they're trying. to Nobody force on it. Empire he, can act. Sorry, yeah. Tay Diggs is nobody. Like OJ Simpson to act, and he don't know he black. <laughs> Sit your ass down, <laughs> sir. This is me being dead. Because <laughs> it's like he has the gun and he's in this tuxedo and like it was some shit where he was like dating Cookie and then like he ended up losing the election. Yeah, they've been dating since the second season. What season they, are we on? Uh, I don't, I don't even know. know. 11, I don't know. So Damn, he, it's been on a long time. No, like he's only been on since he was. I born, feel like so we've been like tortured. Like we've been tortured since like season two. Sit your ass down. And then so basically what happened was the <laughs> last year at the end of last season, um, Cookie and Lucius finally got their shit together. We're gonna be together. Um, That's always. yeah. What happened after that? Yeah. So basically what happened? Um, what's his name? Who's the son that doesn't have any talent? Trey Andre Andre had some shit set up with Exhibit where they were gonna kill Lucius. Yeah, yeah. The car exploded. What? It did. <laughs> And, so then, and then, and then, and then, hold on, I'll be back. Up. Caleb has to go pee. Hold so on. then, Lucia <laughs> had uh, amnesia. So yeah, he had amnesia. So Demi Moore was; she is his therapist. So she oh. falls in love with him. So she's obsessed oh, so, with So him. is this so? Um, it's like uh, 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 you got misery. Misery. That was saying. Oh, yes, a misery shit right there. This is crazy. Well, this up. I don't I know was, what to say about Empire because I, was, I can't keep up I with it no more. I stop watching Empire just to hate watch it. Just to be like, what the hell is happening? Just to see. Because it sounds ridiculous. I feel left out when it comes to Empire because I be trying to watch it. But I just, I don't know what's going on. Ever since Rodney Jerkins, I mean, Timbaland stopped doing the music. The music been terrible. Oh, Jesse Sm- Smollett, uh, he think he Michael Jackson era 1979 with all Not, this high falsetto. Singing like a goat. Yeah. <laughs> But that that's perfect because Terrence mm-hmm. Howard talks like a goat. So <laughs> yes, he did. Like, yeah, and yeah, this, yeah. That nigga still think he in hustle and flow. So like, yeah. so basically, Demi Moore. Come back to the mic. Well, Cookie, how you gonna start talking while you yeah. over there? So so she was like, Dwight needs support from people oh, who really care about him. And she Dwight? was like, that's uh, this is the name. hand that rocks the cradle. No, this is this is um, misery. It's both of them. Actually. Why it's is both. his name Dwight? So his name is Dwight. That's his real name. Yeah, it's Dwight. Because where is Kizzy from Roots? Is she still there? His mama. What? Uh, she's still you know his mama around. is Kizzy from Roots. Really? Let's yes. When did that happen? Like oh, three seasons see, ago. I, see. mm. So, um. It was Sit down at the Dwight. mic. It's Do she Dwight look old? Does she look like in Roots she when she spit in Missy uh, water? She looked the same. She always looked. Black don't crack. It's Dwight, some dirt. What's his name? Dwight. It don't even. Damn, it don't matter. I don't know. He made it. It's some. It's a regular old nigga name. It's Dwight something. And so it's a regular old nigga name. It's a regular old nigga name. So then, so Cookie and Demi was going back and forth, and so you know Demi Moore is always with her raspy voice, like when Dwight starts remembering things. Oh my God, he's she. Don't look at me. Uh, She does have a raspy um, voice. Dwight needs uh, patience and support. And so Cookie's like, bitch, you don't tell me. <laughs> Is she how still to- on a thousand on that show? <laughs> yes. I, just, I keep waiting it for her to just for the leave. First season. So, you know, and she's like, like, I run Empire, bitch. 
And you don't tell his name is Lucius, oh. You don't call his name ain't no motherfucking. Well, she didn't say that. Part. She wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I'm just eating out the pot now. Yes, She's yes, like, people. I'm black. No I ain't got no mixing bowl to put my popcorn in, so it's in a pot. Why is your popcorn in a pot in the what first place? What's going because on? Because I didn't want to be ghetto oh. and leave it in the bag. So I put it in the pot. Here, boy, take this phone back. So you don't have a bowl at all to put popcorn. Listen, in. I don't. You know, and how's leaving it in the bag ghetto? I do that. I mean, when I eat it by myself, but I was trying to be almost not so bad with y'all. You know, y'all my guests. You tried to be hospitable and put your popcorn in a pot. You might as well have left it in the bag. You know what? I want half my company back, Willis. <laughs> <laughs> What's next on the rundown? I can't okay. stand. I'm, we need to move on the empire. Put that back on the other side of the thing. Come on, please. <laughs> See, that's what's happening. So she's obsessed with Dwight. We're going to be together. And it's okay. Just come back. Don't try to run from your chain. Somebody say, yes, popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. We got popcorn. We got vodka. We got strawberries. We good to go. Okay. Next item on the agenda. Lena Waithe covers this month's Vanity Fair. So the whole black queer yes. world is a, a fire because Lena Waithe, who is living my best life right now. Yeah. Is on and the cover of this her month. her best life. Right. I mean, I'm not taking nothing away from Actually, not. I'm just saying. I'm loving her life right now. Can you talk to her? Hey, girl, what time is it? No, it's a You don't talk to it. Okay, so Lena Waite is on the cover (laughs) of Vanity Fair. They do a very um, great sit down with her about her changing the game. And they talk about her history in Hollywood, which I didn't even know that she started under, um, what was her name? Not they used to do girlfriends. I had to go through the whole article. But it just talks about her history in Hollywood. It talks about how she currently mentors 100 black screenwriters, which is amazing. Wow. Um, it talks to her about her as a, you know, the black lesbian icon that she is. I'll be honest, I didn't know that she was the executive producer of The Shy, which I still haven't gotten a chance to watch that you before. Have, you didn't know that? does that come on? It comes on Showtime, right? Yeah, I think oh, so. Why do you ain't know that? I didn't know. Y'all a bad black lesbian. Um, and she just got she just got her her show greenlit on TBS called The Twenties. Um, I just you know saw that used her to be a YouTube YouTube series. I used to watch that. Was it? Y'all got mm-mm. come on. You ain't know that. I didn't know that. You I'm still waiting. Black I'm still waiting for Issa Rae's show called The Gospel to come on. Have you? Did you ever see that YouTube show? Mm-mm. It was a show just like Awkward Black Girl, but it was about a, a choir in a black church. Wow! <laughs> and it was for some baby faces. Wife had tried to create a whole YouTube network. About like you know inspirational shows and that was the comedy on the but it didn't work out. She needs to bring it back. So I mean it was it's a great a great um, cover story on her about her past and her future and what someone like her being so big in Hollywood represents. So the question is, how did you feel when you first saw the Lena Waithe? <coughs> we'll start with you, B Willis. I haven't seen it. What? Okay, here it go. That's the cover right there. Gotcha. And then people who was listening and not watching, they did the whole sit down with her and they go and have a, they go and have dinner with her and, you know, they at dinner with her and then James from Good Time show up, you know, the daddy to dad, you know, he show up, which for every black person who loves TV, that's was like that a seminal cat? moment. Yeah. Did the cat know how to open doors? What's his name again? Uh, James from Good Time? Oh, you're talking What's about. His real name. Oh, shit. It just flew out of my head. Oh, my goodness. Why well, all of a sudden I can't think of the, uh, uh, the daddy name from Good Time? It'll come back to me. But anyway, it's a great cover story. If you guys have not checked it out, <laughs> you should, apparently, because I'm sorry, Courtney, had you seen the cover story? 
I didn't see. I know she. I knew. I, now, I don't know she was gonna be on the cover. Just hanging out like that. Listen, I need um, y'all to understand. I think it does. My landlord's daughter listen to this podcast sometimes. Go ahead. I'm giving black queer women more visibility on on a international forum. What is this? One thing that she did talk about, she talked about how people keep calling this a particular moment. How we have, you know, her on Master of None and winning the Emmy. We got Issa Rae and Insecure. We got um, Donald Glover with Atlanta and how people keep calling it a moment. But there have been a number of moments. This isn't the first time. So really, what it. does it take to actually extend this into more than just a moment? This is actually a ceiling breaking thing that's happened where we start to see more um, African-American folks actually in producer roles in Hollywood. But she's right about that. That's one thing that I always say. There's always a moment. There was a moment in the 70s. Mm-hmm. There was a moment in the 90s, both in film and in television. So, you know, this isn't news. And matter. The question is, can, can we sustain this moment into something that continues to happen? I think what Issa Rae said about extending this moment, something that she said that kind of helps with that is that she said, you know, now that that door is open for me, I'm doing my best to keep my hand there to keep it open so people can come, keep coming through. Because really, that's how you make it like not be a moment is just like by letting more people of color. And that's what and I always said about people in. Besides the fact that Tyler Perry's writing sucks. One thing that was yeah. made him different than like Robert Townsend's and the Wayans is that all of them came from the same family tree. And then Spike Lee had his own family tree that you when you look at nineties films, they all came from you had Ernest Dickerson who did Juice. He came he used to be Spike's director of photography. Mm. You had all the Wayans came from the Robert Townsend family tree and then everybody that came from their tree. That. Tyler Perry don't let nobody from his tree. He keep writing and producing every fucking thing. Now, he did open up a studio where they did Black Panther. But I'm sure Marvel, with a big Marvel money, came in and like, here go this money. We want to film here. He's not actively, that I've seen, like ushering in a new movement of writers and producers. This is true. I, I mean, I don't he's know. too busy writing Medea to the Moon or something. <laughs> 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 but he could at least shit. Who was the director for the, the direct? No, he the director. Who is the music? Oh, he the music supervisor. You right. Yeah, what is he? Yeah. Zarlina is feeling you. Zarlina, that's because Ben gave her attention. I want Zarlina to get her asshole out the air. She's Zerlina probably in not, heat. She probably is. Um... But yeah, that's what, I mean, I think it's a great cover. I mean, I look forward to seeing, I know that um, Lena Waithe, what the fuck was that? Uh-oh. I know Lena Waithe had did a, a thing on her Twitter where she was saying if you got on the, the this thing is called the blacklist or something like that. It's a site where you can actually put your scripts and everything on and it can be um, evaluated. Oh, really? Yeah, and then if you Ooh. got a, an eight or higher, then her team would definitely look at it and think about producing it. Are we going to write something? I was just talking to Ben about all these Me and my friend from work are actually writing a um a Kwanzaa movie. But we haven't started. A Kwanzaa it yet. movie? It's a Kwanzaa movie. As in like a Christmas movie, but with the comedy but and Kwanzaa. stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. It it will be interesting. It sounds like it will be I, 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 you know, the only thing about when you co write What's going on with you back here? Are you a little touched right now? <laughs> the only thing about when you co write stuff is that you have one vision and the other person have another vision and you really do have to bring them two visions together and we are both A type personalities and we'll see if it works out. Are we ready for the next item on the what's rundown? It, what's it called? What's, what's the Kwanzaa movie? I can't give you guys all the details because it's actually an adaptation itself and I don't want to buy steal it. I'll tell you offline. 
Oh, Lord. I can tell you that it's something old that y'all don't know because y'all too young. Oh, oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> no, y'all really don't know that. Go. No, y'all really don't know that. It's, it's old and obscure. Uh, how do you it's know old, you don't know? It's older than me. It's old and it's obscure. And? I'm telling y'all. Is it Medea Does Kwanzaa? <laughs> no. It's not Medea Does Kwanzaa. How old? It's it, Well, I'm 39. It's got to be like 42 years. What's this? Is this a thing on the blacklist? Oh, yep. Is this the site? Oh, okay. But it is the site. It talks about the site. But it, there wasn't, because I think I signed up for the site. Send that I don't to have me. No Send that link to me. I don't have no script to put on it yet. So I'll get a script and I'll put it on there because, I mean, you don't waste opportunities. All right. The next item on the rundown. Cardi B, Video Vixens, and the Me Too movement. Okay. I love Cardi B. I love Cardi B. Okay. And I, I think I said this on a show before. Love and hip hop does not deserve her. Love and hip, you know she's the, not on it anymore. Is she? She's not on it anymore. I don't Why know. Did would you be on it? Though? We talked about this. We did before, and, and it's, it's so funny because now that you know, at my school, we're having a lot of going back and forth about anti-blackness between the black students and the Latino students, and et cetera, et cetera. Love and hip hop has started a lot of conversations that I'm like, y'all not worthy of it, and y'all can't even facilitate the conversation. Y'all just starting them and throwing them up in the air. And I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that, B. Willis? What? They start great conversations with the people that they have on there. They just don't have the the they don't have the wherewithal or ability to actually have conversations. They just put people out there to fight about bullshit. You know Who I don't watch Love and Hip Hop specifically. Right? I mean, well, there was Cardi. I mean, you have a uh, Amara who's now she's on Miami, right? Yeah. Um, you have Amara. There was another one, not the first gay couple that was on there before, but there was something, and I think I'm conflating them with the other new show on VH1 where they got they literally have the Dominicans and the black folks fighting. But all of them have started conversations that they really don't have conversations. They just kind of throw it up there and then let them fight it out. Oh, so, like, well, with Amara, it was the colorism, but I don't know exactly. <clears throat> I think you're talking about the guy who came out on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, but that turned out to be a sham. He had been out Mm -hmm. and they just kind of created a situation to be on the show. Wasn't there something else that happened recent with with some gay dudes on, on Miami or something? There was some gay dudes on Miami. But there wasn't there one where there was so there was one that was gay and then another one who kept saying, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, but I support him or some shit like that. I didn't watch all of Miami because it was kind of wearing me out after a while. When Trick Daddy with his face looking like straight out of the clumps. I don't take no medication for that. Like you need to because you look like. You need to be to blow the fuck up. Yeah. Well, so according to The Root. Um, Cardi B, who doesn't hold much back except for when it comes to pregnancy rumors. Didn't y'all say y'all want to talk about the pregnancy rumors? She's pregnant. <laughs> Is she pregnant? She pregnant? Whoop, whoop. By offset. Oh, well, why, offset. Don't she, why she don't want to talk about it? <laughs> What's wrong with that? I don't know, but she needs to start wearing big pink uh, outfits while she performing because she be looking like she about to pass out. Like she had on this full, at what what was the awards that just came? Uh, the uh, the uh, I Heart, I Heart Radio. Oh, I Heart Radio. Uh-huh. And she performs with a leather hat, a leather jacket, and mm-hmm. a big old black tutu. And I'm like, you look like you're going to pass out trying to hide this pregnancy. Like, just chill. But why she... I mean, I guess it's her business. She can hide it. But anyway, so Cardi B um, 
was having an interview and she went into how she feels about the Me Too movement. Um, and she says, people say, why don't you always, why you always got to say that you used to be a stripper? We get it because y'all don't respect me because of it. And y'all going to respect these strippers from now on. And she went on to talk about how people are, how video vixens have gotten left out of the Me Too conversation, despite the fact that they face probably the most harassment and abuse um, on video sets, which makes sense because people just assume that video vixens is hoes. They video hoes. That's people people always call them video hoes, and that's main, partly because the Me Too conversation was co opted by white women. But also, and you know when white women take shit, they kind of focus it on white on women. them. And then so when I had when I had reposted the article, I had put my own tidbit in because a lot of times people feel like because you consented to the situation mm-hmm. um that you, oh you weren't raped you won't you won't you weren't coerced but very 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 few video vixens made it to Melissa Ford Gloria Valdez level where they had the ability to walk away from harassment and it wouldn't have an effect on their career mm-hmm. if you pull your dick out and try to convince a woman to suck your dick based on you could make or break her career and she sucks your dick. You're still a predator. Right. I don't care. Yeah. If you're, if you're insinuating that you can provide or take away resources from someone and using that power to press on them for a sexual act, you are a predator. I don't care if she sucks your dick five times after that. You're a predator because mm-hmm. then it becomes it's about a balance of power. If you can take away my resources or provide them for me based on me providing sex for you, you are a predator. You're preying on the facts you have the ability to take away this woman's income. Yeah. And there's an assumption that be, by being a quote unquote a video hoe, I mean you in a video, you got have on, you got your cl- half your clothes off, you you twerking, you popping your booty, you doing all this shit. You must you must want it. There shouldn't be no problem with you fucking. But if you don't want it, you don't want it. Am and, I right? And that's the wrong? problem with strippers too, because it's like, oh, bitch, you take your clothes off, so you know, yeah, I take my clothes off. I don't no, I can sexualize you. <laughs> Right. While I'm on the stage, once I, I sexualize, I, I once I sexualize you, you in my vagina it, because yeah. I make it. Once I sexualize you, it's fair game. I can do whatever I want to do once you have allowed me to sexualize you. Is really this something? That's because like this. How do we get to us? I I know how Christianity, but <laughs> I was about to say, how do we get to a society that? Sex is like so taboo. Well, like, it's even that's fucked up because I tell you all the time, like, have so you taboo. actually read the fucking Old Testament of the Bible? In the Old Testament, these fools had yeah, these fool had concubine. This woman said, I don't feel like having David sex with some, you, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna let the maid have sex with you. Like David had a whole bunch of concubines yeah. and killed a man just to sleep with a woman. That and have, have you read the Song of Solomon? Look, when I was little, we used to read Song of Solomon just because we didn't know so, what else to read. Wait, a minute that whole book is it's a, porn it's po- i was just about to say, it's porn y'all we used, to be in church, like, we used to be in church like i can't watch Listen. showtime i can't watch cinema this is how you know people don't read the bible for themselves because yeah. the song of solomon is a guy it's it's some of it is a love story but a lot of it is very about graphic sex and shit love. like come on now so, mm. so then it's it's kind of like what you said. It's the 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 what what you say the pasty whites that actually co opted the story in the Bible or something. I don't know because if the Bible <laughs> itself got the got the porn in it, who the hell changed it to where it was dirty? White evangelicals. Huh. Ben says yes. 
<laughs> Wait, was that you? No, that was uh Kenitra that had reposted. It's like, are white evangelicals insane? Or are they going insane? Oh, she said and it was going. Like, They've been insane, girl. <clears throat> yeah, that was Kenitra. Yeah, like, no, they have been <clears throat> like off. Been, been. From the beginning. And then there was that one article about uh, black, are, are black people leaving white evangelical churches? They shouldn't have been there. Do you know why how much, you do you know how much self-hate? Church? That's why I said, do you know how much self-hate it takes Wait for you to go to a white evangelical church? I don't even church? know how to find one. Where are they? In the South? Yeah. You know what, though? <laughs> them Southern white churches will be functioning like black Baptist churches. So I ain't even going to put... A lot of them, like, you go in there, it's like, oh, these are my people here, too. Like Some, some, some of them. them. Some of them. Some of them. Because you know... But you have a them. lot these days that uh, go to, especially white mega churches, because they feel that they're too good for all that shouting and singing and stuff that they do Wasn't we just church. talking about this? Yeah. yeah. They, you have a lot of them. I, wait, hold like on. That. I'm not a big shouter, screamer, speaker. But that's because you Catholic. Are you Catholic? I mean, by proxy. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say bye. I was like, you bye. You go to mass then? When you talk about going to church, you go to mass? It's like, but see, like my church, my black Catholic church, they be with the singing and the, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. moving and the grooving. And, and, you so <laughs> And so, but like, I can't deal with the like, we're in the middle of the sermon. And then somebody, the, the pastor makes a point. And then here comes the the piano starts going. Listen. And then we oh, here at the C Dub show I, are all about oh, you can't get that? You getting can't get the holy that? ghost. I'm like, look, do not no, listen, listen to nothing that Courtney is saying. See, look. Exactly. That's show that's showtime. That's the best time. That's showtime. We I would like to have a disclaimer. We but here no, at the C Dub show love the black holy ghost. <laughs> and don't let nothing that Courtney just Me. said deter you. We yeah. love we love Jesus and the black Courtney Jesus. Black Jesus. Ooh, Courtney black. one of them new age blacks. <laughs> I am I must be because it's I would just hate it's like I love oh, we have to start that's singing again. I, My I ain't God. been in church. I ain't been in church in a minute just because of other stuff. But when I am in church them moments the are the best ghost. moments because it's just like now to your point that you my sister always talk about when you when you when the director make a song go too long she's like y'all don't understand when it's because she played drums like y'all <laughs> do y'all not understand how much stamina it takes to oh, play yeah. a song for 20 minutes i see <laughs> yeah i'm sorry I and then they bring up the beat i yeah. have been in the situation where i'm standing there and they keep going and it seemed like it died down and, and then, then they bring up the beat and the drummer got to do that double beat and come up double time again like that's my testimony i don't want to hear the testimony. You gotta oh, tell. That's the best. Blows the best part. You gotta too. test it. Listen, but I could, I could take about five, and then after that, I'm like, it ain't but nobody. Don't nobody else need to tell. And, and I also love a good well, funeral. Well, Listen, <laughs> a good funeral. No, a no, good no, funeral. The balls in the yeah, mouth. I'm sorry, home going service. Home going service. I love a good home going service, especially when you get with, to the end with and you celebrate. Yes, I went to a home going service last year for my um cousin, second cousin. She passed away, and yeah, it was sad, but it was more like a celebration. Then afterwards, we was taking it, pictures up there by the urn and shit. You see, you know, and at, and, at, and at the black funeral, you, know, you don't know who. About, I, I swear, I swear <laughs> for God, I swear for God, at my grandmother's funeral, I was I was walking away from the casket. I'm walking, I'm sad, I'm walking, and I turn, I heard a commotion behind me. I turn around. They was like your uncle tried to pick <laughs> pick her up out the casket. Oh hell. <laughs> And then at my uncle's funeral, I swear, I swear. So my uncle, he always kind of, he had, I forgot, he had a disease. The that same uncle made... that tried to pick up the No, different uncle. I was about to say this. This uncle, this funeral happened before that, so he had died before this. 
he, he kind of had a deformity in his face. His face was always kind of twisted up. But, you know, when you die, your face, he relaxed. So oh, they, don't you they say, say don't you say nothing ridiculous. I'm not. I'm just gonna okay. say that they said that somebody went up to him and was like, "Wake up! You ain't dead. You just sleep." He was looking so relaxed and peaceful. You didn't want to mess with him. This though. is why I, I have been. Funeral. I've instructed my people, whoever outlives me, y'all better cremate me and. Keep it moving. Do not have. This listen, is the only thing I want. Listen, like, you better have, not know me too long. Listen, we definitely going through a service. Listen, that's all I say. Y'all everybody better, who's listening, when I die, have, now I do want you to cremate me. Y'all better Y'all better cremate me, but at the same time, I better have a bomb funeral. Like, I need the shit. I need the Sheila medley at the end when they going around the casket, you know, going up yonder in heaven and all that. I need some praise dancers. I need everybody to get up and testify about how wonderful I was. And I need all the El Cerrito Gachos to come and bang on all them Kennedy Eagles talking about how, you know, El Cerrito Gachos. I don't even know how we got the funerals. Jesus. Is it lives? Jesus lives? Jesus. With going with, G, with, with Jesus, my Lord, I think. I don't know. By that time, I'll be crying. I'll be crying. You cry on Okay, real quick. You know what song make me cry? Gospel song? Alabaster Box. I don't care where I am. If I see C-Wannins, she brings me in every goddamn time. I like, I'll put that on and she's just talking about... I get left out of the, the black church discussion. When she said you I didn't know what it... uh. What I went through, what it took oh! to get in this alley. I'm like, Lord, CC. He's yes. he trying to make Britney cry. Like, yeah! Oh! Now, you got to right, understand, <laughs> and this how it's a good thing we're not doing an episode next week because <laughs> next week is Easter. Now, you uh, gonna, those of you that follow me on Facebook are going to see on Monday, me, my sister, and our friends is going to start posting all what's called the blood songs. <laughs> the blood songs is all the oh, songs about yeah. Jesus shed his blood <laughs> on Calvary. He didn't went up to the cross. He didn't came down. The blood, and we don't went to it, a, Courtney want us to move on. It's, to it's, it's so many blood songs. See, because like Brittany my is, a is black and he drinks Hennessy. But he, okay, but he blood was still came down. But he also like he, he still went up to the cross. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, um, see, B. Willis is a crier. I'm just a Baptist fainter. I'm just oh. <laughs> That's oh yeah. I am a crier when the when the spirit gets to me. I sit there like Lord, see the songs that take me in is like Ricky Dillard and stuff when they be shouting and. Mm. Them, them songs that take me in. Yes. Karen, Karen Clark, she take me in. Oh, even when she was singing the national anthem, which I was like, Karen, we ain't supposed to be singing the national anthem. Because folks who have the anointing, they could sing. They can sing anything. It's just like Lord, I ain't never heard ABC's Wait, look, like well, look, 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 Courtney looking like she's looking out the window. <laughs> oh, look like my, my Kalita gave us all the, the laugh because she look. She my church friend in Sacramento. She know about the blood. <laughs> The blood. Yes. I'm gonna have to repost my article from last we year. We need about to the have an episode of just about the blood. Are we gonna do a Are we gonna do a blood Easter episode? <laughs> we we all have to get Caleb baptized. Why don't we do a live baptism of Caleb? Uh-uh. The, the, what? Oh. How that's going? Wait. A live baptism. But but you you Catholic, so they're not gonna sing. I know it was not not the take me to the water. And I can't oh, go to yes. no. I can't go to no and baptism where they're gonna take me to the water. What's other Nothing but the water. I don't know about that one. No, that's it's real. It's all the same. Old. That's, that's real. All, yeah. old. 
And, well, like I was watching Greenleaf, the episode where the little girl, the, the, the daughter decides she want to get uh, baptized. And I looked at that. I said, this is some bullshit. I said, <laughs> I said, bullshit. I said, how you got black people getting baptized? And they don't seem to take me to the water. That's not how this goes. I don't know how the hell we got to church and we cussing. All right. Mm. So the next item on the agenda. So we've gone from the kind of happy stuff to the heavy stuff, which has really, I had to really search for all this other stuff for topics because the week has been dominated by three stories. Mm. The first is the Austin bomber. Oh, now, and, and it's going to take all of us to tell this story because I only had my pants straight white man. It's all about white rage. Yeah. If this wasn't the live episode that already had the name Live from the Bay Area, it would be called Deliver <coughs> Me from White Male Rage because all these stories are going to be about white male rage. So the Austin bomber, there's so many articles about the Austin bomber. I couldn't bring up one that just told us straight what happened, but I guess He's he was what? basic as fuck. He no first. What was he doing? He was sending bombs to well-to-do <coughs> folks, right? Well-to-do black people who had the rest of their lives. The one I'm really, uh, I'm upset about the cello all player. Of them. Yeah, but I'm really upset about one is. I mean, this is gonna come off probably wrong, but I don't care. Like the the, the cello is an instrument that is it's really taken over by the Asians. Like, you know, it's, the Chinese girls have a lockdown on the cello. So the fact that it's a young black man from the South playing the cello, he already went to a, a school that was for gifted musicians, and he had been accepted into, like, a very exclusive, high-level music university. It's like this young man had like just the rest of his life to look He's forward to. He's going to freaking Oberlin. And and it's like you are so basic and mad because I don't know like Rebecca didn't say yes to the prom seven years ago. He just sent it. He just sent it. Was it family? He sent it. He well, he sent it to a, a number of people, but they mostly were all they black. were all black. They were all well to do. I think they said the people that weren't black that died were died by accident when he did like a, a test one or something. No, one blew up in the FedEx. Yeah, building. But he, the people whose address that he, he actually, actually sent, sent it to. to were well to do, and black they found a list of family. more people that he was supposed to send them to, right? And other than him being white, basic, and uh, full of rage, uh, why did he pick those people? Just random black folks? They, they were well, them? they was well to do, and he apparently, he got, according he, to the police, know, was sad about his life. How did he know about these people? Now, I, that I don't know. They probably they don't. We don't know because they <clears> even looked into like, man, how did he pick these people? Why was he targeting these black people? What about these black people? Yeah, like they encountered them before. Yeah, like they're not. They don't give a fuck because they're so worried about. He was so sad. Fuck it. Like fuck. Nobody cares. I I don't care. I fucking and and that's why I was looking for. I had it up here. They were talking about. I've been sad. I'm sad right now behind (laughs) some shit. I'm sad because it's three days before payday and I'm cold and and I'm sad like normal people do. I don't feel like the world just owes me like Everything. fucking happiness. Like I, and that's I what feel makes like I can make my own because happiness. that's their their new reason why they won't call him terrorist because they said that the things that he said in his videos or whatever he left did not 
um, did not equate for the the so standard is, of a this, terrorist. You know, this is their bullshit about how they describe they describe terrorism as people having like a political agenda, agenda to destroy the government. Or Since destroy what did that definition? I don't know. See, that was that's a convenient ass definition. No, because they took all. No, what they did is they took all the time that they were able to say, oh, they were just Muslims. Oh, it was a jihad. And they said, well, this is what they were doing. And that's not what he was doing. But they he was need just to have sad. like a religion or a political. That is a convenient ass time to define terrorism sad. all of a sudden. But then, no, no, no. But so then this is, you know, terrorism is about control is and a, a political agenda. It and it's like, if you're scaring people with bombs, you're a you're terrorist. terrorist. You're terrorizing people. Yeah, I don't know. You're mean. a terrorist. That's Here, what makes you what a they terrorist. Said. They right. said he does not at all mention anything about terrorism. Except he's blowing up black people. Nor on does he mention anything about hate. Well, you and you but know what? instead it is the outcry of guys. a very challenged young man talking about challenges in his what personal challenges? life. Guys, this is a year this is exactly one year after that white man from Baltimore went up to New York and was slashing black people with a sample. But he outside. wasn't a terrorist because but it's like my whole thing is if we gonna define terrorists we gonna understand that if you point on terrorizing someone, I don't give a fuck what your reason is. If you sad, your big toe hurts, your dick is small, you haven't had sex, um, your wife left you. I don't care if you're going out harassing people with death, nigga. You're a terrorist. And if you I don't going care if you don't have a political the same agenda. type of like you have an agenda, you have a motive. Like there is a a similarity between. Why all did the he blow himself up attack. first? Like you're so sad. Oh, blow punk. yourself up. That's going that to be to say. That was just punk shit. But I don't agility. care. I don't care. <laughs> like I'm tired of like when black people are being terrorized, which we have been for Ever. centuries since we got dragged to this fucking spot. Like I'm tired of. Our deaths and direct ter- racial terrorism towards us not being recognized as such. So fuck their feelings. Fuck it's not the terrorism because it doesn't have a political agenda. I don't care what they say. I fuck him. Fuck his mom and fuck <laughs> listen, whoever didn't like listen. him. So they've said that they are going life. to continue to investigate. They want to know. If there's other people who motivated him to do this. Now, who was, which one was the one where they investigated till they were able to find out that he had recently contacted Al Qaeda or something like that? Who was that? Who was that? There was one that they, they investigated till they were able to find out. I can't remember which one it was. I mean, there's been some, there's been so many rageful encounters. There was one where they like, oh, he decided that he was going to be, do a jihad or something like that. So they, the fact that. People were killed is what's important, not so much as what the motivations are. So they're going to search until they can find somebody else to put off who motivated. <clears throat> Other people. He who was motivated by the fact he was a sad white man, and white men feel like they're entitled to living these great, just and fabulous lives. And why did he get in the Oberlin? Why didn't I? Why can't I play? Because the you suck. You, you suck. If you weren't so busy pouting about not having a great life and you actually focused on doing something you put pull your shit together and maybe you could do something with your life craig what was his name who the hell knows <laughs> i don't think anybody mark oh, mark condy mark a regular motherfucking name i mean mark. because it's the same thing as, as the, mark the other mark. dude who was it that they said um wait this so this one was sad about his life and i'm dang i forgot what they said was oh they said the parkland shooter had watched his father die. I don't care. <laughs> don't give a <laughs> no fuck. No one cares. Don't give a fuck. 
He watched his dad die where? Like in uh, a hospital? Uh, Killmonger watched his daddy die and he did the appropriate thing. He went out and found, tried to find the people to kill. And that nigga got killed too. So like, <laughs> you know, you fuck around and... But, but it's like you also and think die about how. this. Think about this. Think about all the kids. Like we got this right now in Richmond. Most of these kids that's fighting these gang wars in Richmond, they don't know shit about how these wars started. The only thing that they know is that their cousin got killed by somebody from North, or their cousin, or their daddy, or somebody got killed by somebody from from Central. And that's the only reason why they fight these wars. And we don't, we still don't give them no pass. Most of these kids in these gangs these days. They don't know why they neighborhoods is fighting. That's mm-hmm. not just Richmond. That's everywhere. But don't nobody give them any pass. They're still super predators. Mm. So. I want to talk about how when we talk about black sadness and black mm-hmm. mental health and black poverty and how black poverty affects black mental health and how all of that affects crime, how nobody gives us a fucking pass. Never. How no one's like, man, living, being systemically disenfranchised is hard. And that affects the mental and emotional health of people living in disenfranchised neighborhoods. And that causes situations that lead to high crime. Right. And how can we, but nobody gives me, that's why I really just went off because it's like, bitch, I've been sad. I was sad if for we a were long doing time. Like people though, and killing white people based off of our situation, then it might be in prison. It never even, it never even crossed my fuck. That's my, that's, that's a whole other type of thing. It's like, I was a sad black woman and it never even crossed my mind to kill anybody. It, it was even crossed my mind to kill myself. And I know people who are depressed. That's why what really pissed me off about that shit when they was talking about the walk up instead of walk out. Oh, you need to be friendlier to people. First of all, half these motherfuckers be the bullies. They bringing guns to school. They harassing people. Then it's like, oh, I don't have any friends. Because you're a fucking weirdo, Mark. And nobody wants to be your friend. <laughs> you're walking Stop around being a, a fucking weirdo. And they saw you and in talking the, about you're going to blow up the fucking school. You, you, Who wants to be friends with you? You're walking around Stop in a trench weird. coat. They saw you in the boys' bathroom with a gun and a trench coat. And they don't want to be around you because they know if they put a person of color, when the principal see that gun, they're going to assume popping. you gave it to but then also i'm thinking like if caleb's in school and there's a fucking weirdo with a trench coat who's bringing guns to school scaring people caleb walk up and be friends with him stay the fuck away Away. from him don't talk to him tell his raggedy mama to give his ass a hug because obviously (laughs) that's who needs to hug him fuck these people i'm not no i'm not sending my child to go be friends with a fucking weirdo who's harassing people with guns and threatening to blow up the school and i hate everyone and i'm so different and nobody understands me because i'm so different and deep fuck your deepness dude you're just weird and you're strange and you like scaring people because you get off on that shit then you're mad like nobody wants to go to the dance with me yes greg because no, you're that's weird now no that's what you you can't you can't say no to greg no more Fuck you, have to, you have to go to you have like to, that other you dude have who to shot go. his girlfriend for breaking up with him, and it's like he's you a love to to teenager. The the weird Greg, who hasn't you been dumped? <laughs> That's it. We get to shoot motherfuckers because they dump us now. White people are just—they're just so used to their privilege and not, and having thing and being things and being entitled. That we Do you know how to take that shit away? You know how pissed I would be if he came home talking about he was gonna kill a girl for breaking up. Nigga, if you don't get a grip, bitches is gonna break up with you sometimes, black. Calm down. 
down. So, no, that's a, what we talked what about that fuck? a couple episodes. Calm down. The new thing is that if you get dumped, that's supposed to be emotionally hey. abusive to you because it drives down your self esteem. And Sally can't do that to you no more. First of all, ball, change the game and boss up, nigga. No, just get you a new. Like men act like this. Is what that's I don't get. That's I need this for Men tonight. swear up Which, and down. What, what is that? What is oh, that? Put that gonna, back in that, there. That's, there's more alcohol in Caleb's cough syrup than that. There you go. They're trying you to doing? get me drunk, y'all. You, they you are already drunk. Got two already. She drunk already. I don't even know what she's talking about. Well, from one story about white rage to a story <laughs> that's actually not about white rage. It's just <clears throat> about black death and white Here. fragility and ridiculousness. Here. So, Stefan Clark. Stephen Clark was a young man in Sacramento. So there's a couple of different stories. To me, none of them matter because he was a young man who in the end gets shot 20 times standing in his grandmama's backyard holding an iPhone. I keep hearing that it was his grandma. I heard it was his house. He was it, was, it was his grandmama. So the story, and I can't remember, I think that because the, the cousin that talked to the, the, the news said that he didn't care about the story either. He was just worried about taking care of his cousin's mama and his son, which is, which is fair. Um, according to the police, they were looking for a suspect that someone said was in the area busting oh the God. windows out of cars. They claimed that they saw him. They claimed that they saw him, no, 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 that uh, they uh, followed uh, him with the, the police helicopter and that they that he ran what? and he ran into this yard. Then now then when you watch the video, the videos, you hear them say, um, show me your hands, show me your hands. He puts up his hands. They see an object, which is an iPhone and assume that it's a gun and they shoot him. A couple of things. Number one, I'm not putting up my gun. You know that train to say certain things to kind right, of cover to, themselves. To cover themselves. And number two, twenty times they said that they shot him. He, you <coughs> see the video with the hail of bullets, <coughs> and he didn't die. He tried to crawl away, <coughs> and then they shot him again. They shot him. If but you're also, really just trying to take him down because you think it's so a gun, right? You so, can shoot him once in the leg. Also, if someone puts up their hands. Their hands. And you think they have a gun. Is there no drop They're your gun? They're not pointing at it. Is there, is there no direction to drop your gun? But also, drop your gun. Drop your weapon. They didn't even say... If they actually thought it was a weapon, don't you say, drop your weapon? Does that not happen no so more? So, he was shot 20 I've times. I've seen SVU. So, I know... <laughs> I know how this shit works. If Olivia Benson can say, drop your weapon, I'm almost certain... The that's real a, live actual can be like drop your weapon who's but also trained. like if i was honestly going to start raining bullets out on the police what? and they have three things <laughs> of footage they have the body cam footage from the police which they claim that at some point they turned off the audio so that's why you don't have why audio is so convenient you know so can i be honest yeah i did please. not i saw this and i did not follow it because I'm so tired. Like, I couldn't. I saw it and I was like... I haven't watched the video. I haven't watched any video. I haven't read anything because it's just so exhausting. Even the, even the preview and that, you know, Facebook shows you the preview just of the movable shot is enough for me. Just hearing the story is enough for me because 20 times, there's no way that he could have his hands up. Even if he had a gun in his hand, if he has his hands up in surrender, he doesn't have it aimed at you. He doesn't have it pointed at you. But we they're so quick to, to throw it like you said, I was afraid for my life. How? When he had his hands like this. His story also kind of reminded me of Freddie Gray about somebody being unarmed and, and, and running and people saying like, well, why did he run? Bitch, do you know that the cops are scary to black people? Do y'all know that? I will see a cop now and they still give me pause. Like, I, I get tense. I can control it, but like, 
Cops are scary, scary to black people. If y'all didn't know that, if and you I come from a law enforcement this, family, and they scary to that me. That shit is scary. Like I've had my, I've have, had a gun pulled on me by the highway patrol. Like as soon right. as I see a police car near me, I get scared. I don't have any good experiences with police officers. Like not passing, maybe. Like you know, hello. Hey. But a personal one on one where that's I, I don't remember any good experience oh, with the police officer. But. But you know that they don't. People don't understand that the police are scary to black people because if we, it, in any situation, it don't matter what it is. If you would just comply, then your situation would be okay. This is not true. No, but yeah, but yes. If 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 you were black and you understand, you would understand why someone would run from the goddamn police, especially when you know you're not doing anything. It's just like, why are you chasing me? Also, someone's chasing me. Why? With guns. Yeah. I don't they, have a gun. They shot him. People with ten, guns are chasing They him. shot him 10 times mm-hmm. while he was on the ground. That's mm-hmm. murder. And the sad part, sometimes I think sometimes I'm, I get tired about having the conversation because it's like, why shot. do we, how do we continue to have the conversation and people still continue to die? But wait, I've never been shot before, but I know people who've been shot and like, one shot is sufficient enough to stop somebody. Because it's yeah. like, they hit me that one time, and it like, I fell to the ground. Mm-hmm. If you shooting at yeah, like, why are we training people to kill? Like, I don't understand. They're what, not what trained the tra- to kill. Like, they, why are we not training enough to stop? So, I've seen I'm enough so action scared. movies where you, I know so you can scared. shoot them in the arm, shoot them in the leg. I'm scared. <clears throat> oh my God. I just, I don't even, I don't even want to figure it out right he now. he had a gun. This is no, a, this was see? another senseless execution of a black man at the hands of the police. And my my last like I said for me I get tired of having the conversation because it's like is it going this has been going on. People have been getting executed by the cops since forever. Since the cops were invented right. from slave patrols. So are we talking to a wall? Are we like yes. What? Yeah. What are you doing? Know. I'm looking up You're like Caleb. After y'all, after y'all listen to this, y'all need to go back on Facebook and watch the video because there's a whole lot of times when the audio sounds like ain't nothing happening, but it's really like Courtney looking out the blinds or something. I don't know what she is doing. So, um, also after the murder of Stephen Clark, <clears throat> Black Lives Matter activists took over the Sacramento Kings um, game the next day, and of course the Kings authorities came and locked down the whole arena and locked them out because clearly. I mean, and it's so funny because that happened on what I think Friday was that game Thursday or Friday, and then the next two days later on Saturday, Come if on. it was on Thursday, you had the March for Our Lives, which was apparently the biggest march on Washington ever. Really? Yes, they're they're calling it the biggest march on Washington ever. Really? Yes. Are we sure about that? That's what they that's what they've said. I don't know. I don't have no no numbers or estimate. Remember to close that door, or the cat'll come in. <laughs> I don't have any numbers or estimates, but that's what they're calling it is one of the biggest. And I, I don't know if they're including just all the different marches around the world. But should we go on to the March for Our Lives since we're already here? Sure. All right. So today is Sunday the twenty fifth. Yesterday was Saturday the twenty fourth, which was the day of the March for Our Lives. The March for Our Lives was a march against gun violence that was um, led, or at least organized by the students, um, the Parkland survivors from the Parkland shooting, which we have talked a bit on this show about our feelings about how the media has kind of 
treated the Parkland um, survivors versus black survivors who have spoke out about gun violence. Um, but I think one good thing to start in our coverage of the black, the I'm sorry, it should be the black march, the march for our lives. There was an interview that was done with the um, the new director of youth and college outreach for the NAACP. And this is what she had to say about the NAACP and them bringing, they brought about a thousand youth to the March for Our Lives. And this is what she had to say about it. March for Our Lives on March 24, 2018. We're here for three important reasons. Number one, what they will not do is ignore black voices. Number two, what they will make sure to do is include our agenda in the agenda for gun prevention reform. We talk about legislative issues and solutions for gun violence. It has to include the intersections of black violence. That means guns, that means gangs, that means schools, that means teachers, that means police brutality, that means state violence. It has to include all of that stuff and we're going to be able to do this together. This is not just about white people in school shootings in the classroom. They kill us in churches. They kill us on the streets. They kill us in the, in the car. They kill us when we're traveling. And they kill us in our classroom. This is about all the young black people that you look at So I think that was a good, I know <laughs> B. Willis and Courtney couldn't hear what she was saying, but she was talking basically about how the idea that you can't have a conversation about gun violence and gun reform without talking about the Trayvon Martins, um, without talking about who was the other young man, um, the, the boy that was killed um, by police brutality. I can't even think now. You know who I'm talking about. Um, no, we don't because it's so, so many. So many. I'm talking about the young, young one. So there was Trayvon Tamar, Martin, Tamir Rice. Yeah. So you can't really have a conversation about youth and gun violence if you don't talk about, number one, the guns that people in the community get that perpetuate gang violence. And you don't talk about the young men that have been killed as yeah. a result of police brutality. Um, I know that but some... Yeah, but the conversation that we all need to be having, yes, let's talk about gun violence. And yes, let's talk about how gun violence has a whole different meaning for black folks um, than it does for white people. But also, the, the conversation that needs to be happening in tandem with this gun violence conversation is about white men and their, and their fucking rape and their rage. violence. Their yeah. viol because we can talk about guns. If we take all the guns out of the world, white men will still find a way to kill people. And what happens is, is that no one gives a fuck until they kill each other. Like, like no one cares. Like right now with this Parkland thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was saying in my piece that I wrote. It always comes full circle. Most of the time, white people take their violence out on people of color in some way. It doesn't have to be physical violence. It could be any other type of violence. It could be financial violence with redlining and shit like that. It could be emotional violence. without It, it could be anything. But soon enough, it comes right back around the circle to white people. And it affects them too, and so we can talk about guns and 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 gun control and shit like that. But until white people have a conversation about their culture, which is a culture of violence, of it doesn't, it doesn't matter what we do with gun control. We need to have the same. We need to have that conversation at the same damn time because that's what's happening. It's white men and their fucking violence that's affecting everybody. And when it happens to you, white people, like you need to realize that. It's not that they have easy access to guns. It's the fact that they're fucking white and taking out their rage on everybody else. Because they literally go into schools, go into churches, shoot people, and calmly walk away. 
Like, that is some psychopathic shit. Like, the Parkland shooter, what he did, he shot him up. He went to Subway and went to Walmart or something. Where no, he went? No, he, like, left the school with the other kids, with the kids who were uh-huh. evacuating. Then, like, went some other places. He and went then to the Subway and the Walmart. Eventually, they <laughs> caught up with him because he matched the description. And made it out alive, allegedly, because you know what, your motherfucker matched the description of your black, you get you shot. You get shot. They don't even Dylan take the Rube time. shot nine people in and Mother Emanuel, who walked out calmly. Uh, all of these people shoot I mean, the only person who didn't get out calmly was the Austin bomber, because apparently, I don't know if you want to say he had a little bit of a kindness. I don't know. He was just scared to go to jail, probably. He wasn't scared about the fact that he killed black people. And then you have, you know, some people were saying that at the, the march here in Oakland, that they're just same thing as with the women's march. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure because I feel like the first time I heard about the March for Our Lives, that it still had the same look, not necessarily logo, but it still had the same look as the, the women's march flyers, which to me says the women's march folks had a hand in planning the march for our lives. But I can't did substantiate really? that. Yeah. I don't, 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 they don't, did. I, okay. They did. Which explains a lot. It. I mean, on the, I, the last time we talked about Parkland, I said, fuck them kids. Now, let me just say, I said that because I don't have a problem with those kids, actually. Mm-hmm. Personally, or even on the outskirts, whatever, peripherally. I don't, because they're not the issue. It's their damn parents and the white adults around them, mostly. And for the most part, they sound like they're, you know, even if they're not um, as intersectional right now, which I feel like they are, kind of. They um, they, they, they sound, I'm about to say they're trying to be, and they sound like they 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 really are, and I and I appreciate that. It's I don't have a problem with them, but the the reason why I do say sometimes fuck them kids because I feel like that's a, an extreme, and people need to hear extreme so you can so understand you can mm-hmm. why why am I saying that? Is because no one gives a damn about black kids, I, and I can't stand it. And those, There's 25% black kids out? at Parkland and that even one of their own people said that the black kids at Parkland did not get any voice in this conversation. Daniel Hogg crazy. Yeah. Daniel, yeah. Uh, the, the leader dude, yeah. Daniel Hogg, was like, there were black students that were trying, you know, and they yeah. weren't given a they voice. They didn't interview voice. any black kids. Like, they came down here and, and they didn't and, interview any black kids. And I think, that you know, it's hard to talk about these kids because, you know, we have a lot of conversations about white privilege and how, you know, it's not something that people ask for, but it's something that you have. You know, they are trying to do their best to be intersectional. Um, Of course, it's the media that's going to pick up on, you know, their whiteness and spin it. And I think that the person who is going to get used the most is going to be Emma Gonzalez. She's going to get used yeah. the most because she is a white passing Latino. But anytime that they, anytime like we, I had a conversation with a troll. I can only call this person a troll because they didn't. They not my friend. They not a friend of anybody who shared my post. I posted about how you know I'm getting ready to do an event, an adult event that was created by white people. That's mostly Sex white pre- party. <laughs> it's mostly it's usually mostly white participants, and so they wanted to have a night Orgy. where they encourage. Orgy. Shut up. Where they encourage people of color or women of color to come to the event. So they are actively training us to run the event. And they are literally abandoning their own event to make sure that it's a POC-only space. So the question became, you know, the Parkland students have done a great job of saying, we acknowledge that we're getting all this coverage because we're white. And, you know, black students haven't gotten that same coverage. And my thing was, why not then step aside and let those... Because the only face that you see is Emma... 
and Daniel Hogg, who Daniel, looks like Daniel is a David. Cause y'all can say it's Daniel. Is it Daniel? Who, if you didn't know Daniel, if you hadn't read none of Daniel's stuff, he looked like one of them tiki torches motherfuckers he out does. of wherever the tiki torches he was. Did. He, he looked, like he looked like a when you see him like. He looked like I'm a like, where Tiki Torch? But no, yeah. he did. They did start like as for the march for their life, our life, their life, our, for, our, for our lives, lives. Yeah, the yeah. life for the lives. <laughs> of, all lives matter. I don't know. <laughs> so they did make sure that they had black women, that they had black students, yeah. that they had yeah. students with who are alternatively able there to speak. And so I say, let them they, be the face. Yeah, they. Make sure that it's like we are going to step aside and give a voice to those who have been, you know, whose voices have been ignored. Yeah. And then they did actually go to Chicago to talk yeah. to yeah. other black students. I saw that. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's that's not why I'm them. like they not. It's yeah, not, it's not them. them. Yeah. It's not them. It's not the kids. <laughs> I can take that. Not at all. And I and I appreciate and and that just goes to show like I'm I'm all about kids. I'm all about black kids first. Let me just put that. Black kids first, but youth in general, I'm all about them because I feel like they know better than we do, honestly. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like adults are I, shitty yeah. for the most part. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like with the Parkland kids, they're kind of showing this because if this happened to some white adults, how many white adults you can oh, get yeah. up there and say like, oh, no. I mean, what about the black people? No, no, no. So it's definitely not the kids. It's it's the adults and how the adults are treating them. I just I don't appreciate, it, especially as someone. As a teacher, who I teach black kids all the time, and I and and I, I, what I always think about while I'm teaching is how my kids don't give a fuck about what's happening in Parkland and this thing, mm-hmm. and not because they're not empathetic, but because of what's going on in their in lives. Their and own no lives. one, like I have a boy who was being bounced around from home to home. I have a boy who who doesn't eat when he gets home. He only eats when he's in school. I have a girl who's getting, like, abused. Like, these are things that are happening in black youth lives and no one cares. And that is what, that's they, what kills They care me. more about I haven't had them ask me anything about Parkland. But, and I, I was talking to another troll about, <laughs> about well, girl, the way. how are you getting these shows on your social media? This is why I keep my Well, I was actually in another group. I was in a group that was dedicated to, so Richmond is a place where you got a lot of, you know, well-to-do white White folks that live in Point Richmond or North and East and stuff, but then you still had the regular ass Black Richmond folks that's been here forever. Then the seen our people die, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we were having a conversation about how Black people don't trust the police. How it's not, it's not, a, and and fixing that is not about simply having happy, nice police come talk to them. It's about actually I'm so listening. I'm sick of seeing fucking police officers come and play basketball and, play basketball and, and all that. Shit. It's, it's not about people that. People share videos and shit like that. I, 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 I never share. And I was, I was telling this person never. how it wasn't about that. It's like if you're not willing to have conversations about the traumas and triggers. We were, oh no, we were having a conversation about the CSOs in the schools. And about, I was saying how CSOs need to be there because if y'all ain't been to school and been in the middle of a fight and tried and you can't break it up, you don't understand the struggle. But at the same time, there's no reason for them to be there in full police gear except Uh for the traumatized Uh students to let them know the police is always there, right? And they're like, well, that's not doing anything to to help them have a better idea. Does this person work with kids? No, absolutely not. And that's what I said. So you don't have no, you don't have no. I I also hate that when people say things about what kids need in school, bitch, do you work in a school? Right. Do you work? No, they have. have They know their kids. They know. They don't even have no kids. But see, but no. This is what people think, and I'm gonna segue this into like why white children's lives is always gonna matter, even Mm -hmm. besides like the basic reason why just whiteness matters more. But people have like one kid 
or they've been a kid, so they think they know <laughs> what like kids need, and yeah. it's like, like you even see that in your own family. You'll have kids, maybe possibly one day, mm-hmm. and your family who had kids uh, will tell you what the what fuck I you need, think what you need, need for do. your own kids. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I have spent. Every day of his entire life with him. Mm-hmm. We are now on the 900th and something day <laughs> together. You don't know him like I know him. Right, right. But and you might, you, can su- you can make a suggestion in general, but it'll be like not even a suggestion of a similar situation. Like, oh, my kid also went through this and this is what I did um, to help overcome this situation. Maybe you can try that, you know, as far as like yeah. trying to be helpful because maybe you don't, but you don't know. But everything. them is the mofos yeah. that go to the, to the uh, school board meetings. meetings. Don't them have is, no we kids. had kids one that was to coming to our, our African American support collaborative meetings and then he's like, well, I don't have a student. So why are you here, bitch? But so I was telling this individual, I was like, look, I said, you tell that to the kids who are, this was the day after Stefan Clark was murdered. I said, you tell them to the kids, I know the first thing in the morning, the first thing they're going to ask me is about this young man who got shot 20 times in his own backyard. And sure enough, that was the first thing. We couldn't even get their do now done. And then Miss Carolyn, you know about the guy that got killed in his backyard, but they don't. I've never heard them talk about Parkland at all. They're too busy fighting. Honestly, our kids are really Charter fighting. Schools. Our kids are really fighting the anti-blackness <laughs> within our own community exactly. between black and brown folks. They have so many other. When I see the things that they have showed me that brown kids in our school have posted, the racist thing they've posted against them as black students, it's like they have so much going on. They are not worried about having happy, um, shiny United interactions with, with police. Parkland. No, yeah, they they're not but worried wait, about none of this. The white, so white people. The we they have to protect their white children because they're scared that through some form or fashion whiteness is dying out. So you can't kill the kids, and that's why you can't get an abortion because they're trying to protect their majority status. And that's like they'll talk about that all the like they'll point that out, um, like how in the hood is Planned Parenthoods and abortion clinics, but if you go to the suburbs, it's, it's fertility clinics. Bitch, because yes. they want. To you know what? I never thought about that, sure. but that is so That's true. Like a, but I mean, but statistically, then that, but see, it's even black people play into that shit. Because it's like it's not about they try to or use that shit planning. Yeah, they, they try to they try to play that shit like where it's they're trying to uh, help you or no no well, they'll try to say they're this? trying to convince black women to get abortions, but. Reason black women get abortions isn't because of white propaganda; it's due to disenfranchisement. Mm. So if you make it easier for black women to be mothers, which y'all don't in general, and that's white and black people do yeah. not make it easier yeah. for black women to be mothers, yeah. then more black women would choose to go through with their pregnancies. So that's one side of it. But there, when it comes to protecting white life. That is what they're really scared of. They're scared of becoming the minority and then us killing them off in some type of crazy race Well, war. I mean, the thing about it, so I was reading a book called Brown is the New White, which I need, you know, I ain't got no money, so I didn't buy it yesterday at the Barnes Noble. But I'll buy it this weekend. And it talked about how really, you know, white people are the minority right now. The only reason that, the reason 45 is in office is, as we all know, the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party didn't put any money towards engaging black and brown voters in this, and like, no, they put like zero money into engaging black and brown voters this year, and that's why all the black and brown votership has gone down. And that's what they're really afraid of, because they know once that they start engaging black and brown voters again, they're not going to be able to have this monopoly. And I, for me, 
that's the only good thing about the March for Our Lives, right? As I said, I hope that their parents are listening to them because statistically all of their parents voted for 485. Let's just, they in Florida. Majority of them are white. Statistically, and, and, they mamas and, they and daddies okay. voted for him. Talk about how Florida is always on trash. Yes, trash. Always like call Spain, God take damn. it back. We don't need it. Take <laughs> it back. <laughs> take Florida, it like, just, back. Where's that um gift of Bugs Bunny cutting Florida off? Take Cut it that shit back, off. Florida. Y'all all. If you're from Florida, I'm sorry. Y'all but trash. Y'all are always on some fuck shit. Y'all like the goddamn middle child. Y'all that's what somebody that. said. Like that. That's one thing. Like all these people. All these people came out for Parkland, <laughs> but ain't none of these motherfuckers came out for Trayvon. We had to go from come from across the country. I shouldn't say we, because I'll be honest, I was at Donna Shore, and I feel bad about that. I remember so being at Donna Shore. you was instead of marching for Trayvon. No, I'm a... <laughs> no. I was at Donna Shore when it all went... What was that? That's the, that's not the housemate. What? That's a grown ass old white man. Anyway, where, where I was. Looking? I don't he was know. walking up the stairs. He must have went out. I didn't know there was another door down there. We on we on show. We can't talk about this right now. So I was at Donna. Hmm. No, there must be another door that I didn't know about. Don't do that, Courtney. You know, you was you was real scary right now. We know we in the woods. I'm still moving. We are not even in the woods. We, we are in El Cerrito. I've been yelling about now, white people for like the woods. Okay. Oh well, listen, listen, everybody. If I don't have a house to live in on Monday, no Wednesday, I'm gonna go live with Courtney and Caleb in the Rockridge because they live in the fucking Rockridge. That's the that's the shit. We live in there. a shared house like this. There's even more people. You don't have kids, so you can't go. Oh, sh- you gotta have kids. You gotta have kids. Well, Caleb, oh, that's the Caleb rule? is my nephew's son. That's the rule? It's from mothers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh. All the kids, all those kids mainly were from our house. Okay. Yesterday. Oh. How many people are there? It's uh, seven of us. Eight of us. Eight? Yeah, eight moms. And I need to understand why Cash App keeps trying to give me a notification like somebody didn't send that's me some awesome. money. What? Do you okay. have um, an iPhone charger? Here, you can use this one. I just realized that my phone's probably dead now. You got some Bitcoin? No. Bitcoin I ain't got Bitcoin. I was looking at I keep getting this notification oh, from Cash App. Like, I got some money coming and I need some money. It's the end of the month. The so, how, do we have any closing thoughts on, on Parkland? I'm, you know, I think we have evolved from our last conversation because we was both like, fuck them kids. And I think that, <laughs> and I think that people think that by my post that I'm like, fuck them kids, but I'm not like, f- by, I'm not fuck them kids, but we do, we can't let, if people I forget. Need, my motto is if I have to be the one to say something extreme so people can get out of their thinking, their regular thinking, then I will be that one. So if I ha- if I have to be the one that does say fuck them kids, so y'all can finally be like, wait, 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 why are you saying that? And then I can explain to you how people don't give a fuck about black kids, then I will be that person. Right. Okay? I but, agree. Um no, it's not it's not literally fuck them kids. I think those kids are um awesome. I think they're um doing well. I think they're uh trying something that their uh parents have not tried. Um why? <laughs> Courtney, you can't sit over there. The mic ain't over there. Can y'all still hear But me I will say mic? I will say fuck the media and fuck the white fuck adults. Fuck them, yes. Definitely. And that's literally there's not there's no ex- explanation behind that. When you know that like I know a lot of I know a lot of organizers and I know Brittany, you know a lot of organizers in the Black Lives Matter movement and just movements for black people 
you know, all over the place. And when you know that they always getting fucking death threats, like they can't even have posts on their social media for yeah. people coming after them. Just, yeah, these motherfuckers getting Time magazine covers and everybody's like, they're so smart. They're so smart as opposed to what? Right. And that's not no shade right. to the kids. It's like, it's giving a light to you. Like, what are you saying? Yeah, what are you saying? What have we been talking about this whole goddamn time? Yeah, okay, what for have we been years. Doing? What have we been doing? What's so special about them? Again, I'm not mad at the kids. But what's so fucking special about these kids all of a sudden? Why? Why? We will be going on and on all day about what's, what's name? That's what's actually that was oh, okay. that was it because I knew that we was, it was gonna take us forever to talk about March for our lives because we have a lot to say. I think that it's gonna be interesting watching this conversation evolve. It's interesting watching the and I don't want nobody to think that I'm shading Emma or anything like that. I just going from what I'm what I am experiencing with anti-blackness between black and brown people when i'm watching even on on you know vh1 where they had this show it's called like it's some beauty show it's like about a beauty salon in brooklyn or something but they literally have dominican folks and black folks fighting each other about who is better so and that's that's a conversation that's consistently evolving we're actually having a resistance protest by our students our by our black student union this friday i got a question about that y'all ever seen that meme where it was like when SpongeBob. Oh no no. Uh. It was it was Minnie Mouse and she was squealing at a mouse mouse. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is what black people look like when they scare the other black people from the hood. <laughs> I ain't seen that shit. I saw a SpongeBob one that I didn't understand because I'm old, and it was like you had the black women in like this crab bucket or something. Maybe y'all know y'all watch SpongeBob. I don't know. Why do we watch SpongeBob? Because y'all do. And then you had and it it said like black girls in this bucket, which somebody told me it was like a fake bucket, like the a fake restaurant or something. Oh no, yeah, the 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 chum bucket is ran by Plankton, Uh and Plankton is always trying to steal. The Krabby Patty recipe because the, the, the chum bucket is bullshit. Yeah, so you had so, the black girls in the bucket and you I had Latino girls that. in the crab, whatever, Krabby Patty. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah, and that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that people are sending our students. And like every, especially when we started planning and this like, resistance. This what black people look like. So we're basically look. having a resistance protest because when we had our black history rally, it was HBCU style rally, and most of the students opted out because they didn't want to go to a black rally. There ended up being a fight at the end because people didn't actually want to be at this black rally. Um, and now a lot of our students who are leaders in our BSU have been getting hate messages and, and all that kind of stuff what? on Instagram. And so as we're watching, we're watching so many different conversations evolve that people really aren't ready to handle. Like, I'm not against Emma Gonzalez at all, but I understand the anti, I'm sorry, well, the anti-blackness and the colorism that allow her as a Latinx queer woman to be the face because... Is she actually queer? She's queer. Okay. Yeah, she stated, she stated I thought... No, when homeboy I'm just saying with that Sinead O'Connor, look. yeah, she. I mean, because I, I just thought she just, you know, girls, you know, she wanted to shave her head. I didn't think that was like necessarily. I mean, it's not necessarily for it's not necessarily for her to have a conversation about being quote unquote a light skinned Latino. But at the same time, I understand it's easy to put her with these white students because they all have the same shade. Yep, you know what I'm saying. So it's to me, it's still anti blackness just because she is actually Latino. The fact that she's able to be more visible because she is a light skinned Latino is a thing in this community where this conversation between blacks and Latinos it needs to happen. And it's actively starting. So, did anybody else have any March for Our Lives comments before we end that conversation? 
Black lives matter. Black, black lives matter. Absolutely matter. Black youth matter. Prom Poopa. Stefan yes. Clark fucking matters. Yep. All right, well. Fuck the police. Hey. Except for my cousin. Nah. No, Which I want him to just yeah, be. I want him, him just. Like, I want him just be an artist fuck, and fuck just. Fuck your daddy. I mean, fuck your mama. Right. My your brother. Uncle, fuck your brother. Wife, fuck if your they brother, are, if they, husband, yeah, fuck, fuck all of them. Can we just mom. eliminate this conversation about uh, people being scared? Because you, because people volunteered and went to the police academy to be the police. So uh, I mean, I understand. Let me tell you know what I'm scared of. What spiders. So I'm not going to be a fucking exterminator <laughs> and you're going to call me to come exterminate some spiders and I'm going to blow up your house because I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to not be an exterminator because I'm scared of spiders. What, come, Caleb, come say something to the people. Come say something. Come over oh, here. This morning he was being a On one of our episodes, we need to examine why there's no such thing as a good cop. Okay? Come over We can do that. Yep. Come over here, Caleb. No such thing. Say hi. What? I scared snakes. You You're kill snakes. Scared. You're not you scared, scared of snakes. You scared of snakes? You like snakes. Caleb, come away with the people. They they morning. love you. Do you they are your fan. They over there. They over there. He okay. don't care. He's a Pisces. He doesn't, he doesn't care. All what right. The, did you see how he just looked at me? What do you look at you like? Yes, you a Pisces, nigga. All right. So, B. Willis, where can the people find you in interwebs? While Courtney come over here so you can talk in the mic and tell me why we can find her in interwebs. Um, you can find me everywhere at Hey Miss Willis. That's everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Can Instagram, they find you on Medium at that? Medium, yes. <laughs> Medium.com slash at Hey Miss Willis. And the very first article was about white people laws. And a lot of white people are mad at me for writing it. So you can enjoy that and some other things. And Courtney, <laughs> where can the people find you and Caleb in the interweb? So, um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. It's, um, I can't stand it. Underscore short Courtney <coughs> underscore. Both you and on, your son are the same. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at short Courtney. You can find me on Facebook at, um, Courtney Cecilia Welch. That's C E C L I A. <laughs> I'm never gonna get elected for anything because I don't talk so much shit on here. But, but Courtney, we need to talk because we are starting the Contra Costa Black Democrats, and even though you don't live in Contra Costa, you are going to be in vital and part of our plan. So you are gonna be a member. So there you go. I, I can be um, involved. Yes. As, as sec. As yeah, you gonna be on our. You gonna be on our board and everything. Devin's supposed to be too, but he's he'd be so busy. Shit. Oh, Ty watched our um live show. Oh, she did. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, um, we gotta tag Ty. We gotta tell her. Maybe I don't know if she's watching right now, but Brittany, we gotta tell her that we shot her. Tell her we talked. All right, so you can find me on Instagram. Wait, what? Caleb does not even want to let me tell where he's coming. He said I see a bench. Oh. I thought you said I see a bitch. Child. Oh, so, you can find me on Instagram at the Nocturnal Project. You can find me on Twitter at C-Dub the Host. Um, you can find the C-Dub show across all social media platforms. Except for Medium. Should we start a C-Dub show Medium? Uh, 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 you know what I'm trying to say? You know how they got the little things on social media, on, on Medium? Maybe we should. I don't the know. Tissues I don't know. But you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. and Facebook at the C Dub Show. 
And of course, you can find the show on SSNpodcast.com. You can donate to us on the donate tab. So that next time we do a live show, that we can actually have all the gadgetries that are needed so that we can do the dot live show at an actual venue in front of more people than just Ben. Thank you to Ben for being our our one audience member. Y'all pray for me. They about to take me on a hood tour. Oh yeah, so we are so we gonna go on the hood tour. Oh, so y'all are just the same. We gonna go to East Oakland. I'm gonna take her around. I'm gonna take her. I'm gonna take her on the bus route because bus Contra Unified is so crazy. Like I grew up in Richmond, but I went to to high school up here in the hills. So we are gonna just take the 71 bus route down the hill. We are gonna go down past El Cerritos. That is like down. way too much popcorn. No, it's, oh, it's popcorn. We are gonna go down past the temples where I used to live. We gonna go down to the Iron Triangle. We don't need to go to Vallejo because ain't nobody gonna pay that four or five dollar bridge toll. We ain't paying the bridge toll. Be going through the fast track illegally. Ben said he's gonna pay for it. Oh, Ben gonna pay for it. So we are going to I Vallejo. I also have a house curfew. Where I need to be home at nine. So. Oh, so okay. we need to hurry. Okay, so yes, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Our next episode is gonna be episode twenty four. I don't know what that's gonna be about, but I can tell you that episode twenty five. Is going to be C Dub Show C Dub Twenty Five, which is going to be a retrospective of the show Motown Twenty Five that they don't know anything about because oh, all they know is Michael Jackson moonwalking. And, oh my god! Like, and then really so my goal is yeah, to try go. and leaving. Bye, they leaving. My goal is to try and record as many episodes of Six Degrees of C Dub while I'm. Did you just put some in the popcorn, Caleb? Spin his popcorn back out into the pot. We can't have no more popcorn. Yeah, I don't want none. That, cause that's nasty. Oh jeez, that's the end of the show, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. They didn't. Caleb didn't spit in the popcorn. Brittany went and blow. I think he got didn't didn't let his nose blow into the popcorn too. So I'm glad I kept one back. All right, see you all later. Have a good day. Bye. Say bye bye, Caleb. Say bye bye. I be more hip than a hippopotamus. Get off in your head like a neurologist. Push him awake to Atlas. Got a partner by the name of Tupacalus. The 707, my roots going hella far back to floor terrace. I pull a 40 out of my ball cap and then I flush it down my esophagus. The group that I'm with, the click, click, sugar, these shot legit. Family orientated, game related, it's the Killing these silly suckers off cool show. Sitting them down mutual. Running through these lyrics as if I was fiber. Like what? Like Madame Uso. Time of time of. Body water. Sprinkle me my sprinkle me my sprinkle me my sprinkle me my big time of time big time body water sprinkle me my sprinkle me my sprinkle me my lace up for me sugar the C Dub show